guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 43. Okay, Lauren, I feel like we all need to have a moment of silence because my youngest, my baby, has officially stopped napping. (gasps) Can you believe that? Nap time is over? It's over. Like, for the first time ever in my motherhood journey, I don't have a napping child. Wait, he seems to, well, well, he'll he's be three not, in April. But I feel like your kids always nap like over three, well, three, well over three. You're thinking of Landon. Kate didn't. She stopped around this time. But oh, I definitely, uh, that's my, like, I never got a napper up to three. Right. So, oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's I a, know. That's a crazy stage to be in. Just, I've been so gone out of that for so long. So I, I feel your pain. I but. know. Just a little nugget. But hey, it is season two of The Mom Voice. Welcome back. Oh my gosh, it's been too long, friends. It has been way too long. And I do feel like we kind of like dropped off the face oh, of the Oh, I know. <laughs> well, it really was like, oh, but it kind of felt good. Like we love oh, this yeah. so much, but it just felt good to like tune out you know, totally just do the kids and the holidays and all the crazy. Yeah. But it's good to be back and getting back into routine, new and, year, new season. And I kind of missed it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because legit, this is kind of my therapy session. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It for really sure. is. Like, we sit and we talk about the things like my husband doesn't want to hear. <laughs> I know. Well, and it's funny because we're like, oh, we have so much content to like, and we're not even going to squeeze it all in. We just have like a few things we're going to touch on today. But like, we do have a lot to bring from just even two weeks of life. Oh, my gosh. I said to Lauren, <laughs> okay, we need to record like four episodes I know. right now. Like this week and get it all fresh. Oh my gosh. So true. Okay. Well, welcome back again. Like she said, we are so happy you're all here. Um, If you are just finding us or if you are a longtime listener, we're so glad to have you. And if you don't mind, um, go leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen. It really does help us um, get some traction and gain new listeners. And we always appreciate that. And then you can find us on social media at Mm -hmm. the Mom Voice Podcast. We love to interact with you guys. So give us a shout out on there chat with us. Right. We kind of check it all day. Totally. There. Totally. So we would love to talk with you. Um, we want it to be a little community of moms mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, that's the goal. Okay. Here is what we're talking about on this episode. Yes. I said to Lauren, well, first of all, should we put a, not a spoiler out there, but what do you say? Like alerting people, the content. Oh, well we were just, this is a lot of just like the women, woman talk. So I don't know if dads or husbands or even if there's any men that care or listen they might just this one may not apply as much it might gross you out yeah we're just gonna kind of talk woman stuff we're gonna be talking um some like women's hygiene um the time of the month i don't know why i'm like weird about saying the word tampon why is that period and we're gonna talk period stuff and i mean even kids but i don't know just kind of some interesting funny things we wanted to yeah so in this episode i said to lauren okay i had the weirdest conversation with somebody over the break. And I'm dying to hear what and this is. And she still doesn't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, she's like, I'm saving it for the uh, the podcast. It blew my mind. Not even kidding. Like, legit blew my mind. And I can't wait to see what Lauren's view is on this. Because I honestly don't know what you're going to say. Okay. I know I'm, you so well. I, but I don't <laughs> know this know. part of you, okay? I am 
dying to know. Okay, so we're talking um, birth control periods, hormones, tampons, all the things on this episode. And then, depending on time, I'm not sure, we might touch on New Year's, things like that. And then we're going to be wrapping up, as always, with our hits and misses. Yes. Of the break, really. Yeah, I know. There's a lot to choose from. It's been two (laughs) weeks of life again, and we're like, woo! Right, so true. Okay, well, let's just jump in. Okay, let me paint the scene. First of all, I'm going to try and keep this as least, less gross. How do you say that? Not as gross as it probably is. Yeah. Um, I'm like and this. I'm going to, I'm not going to say who I was having the conversation with. If you're listening and it was you, you know who you are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's go. Okay. Here's the thing. We were hanging out and somehow the topic gets brought up that um, these people, women, these women flush their tampons down the toilet. Mm, okay. And I'm like, what? You mm-hmm. do what? Uh-huh. And they're like, uh, yeah, you don't? Doesn't everybody? And I'm like... They both said this. Yes. Because it was two other yes. gals. And I'm like, uh, absolutely not. Like, there's no way you're supposed to be flushing. Right. They were adamant that that is the standard. That, oh, no. That people That's do wrong. that. What do you do? Okay, so we'll tell us what you do. No, and why. I don't. What, what's your philosophy? I why? wrap them in toilet paper and put them in the garbage, and I put them in the trash can. Well, this is this is funny because no, one hundred percent. I'm telling you, you shouldn't. It like ruins your pipes. It ruins you. Like it will clog and pi- like ruin your pipes. Oh, it don't will. think I didn't Google it after. Oh, Go well, ahead. no, I know you're not supposed to. My husband. Okay, I'll say this. I'm a fifty-fifty. There is something kind of gruesome and gross to think, especially since I guess we're just going there, guys. I know. I, I since I had um, my DNC, I've told Sarah this many times. My miscarriage after my last baby. So this has almost been like this has been like three and a half years now. I swear my period has been just heavier than ever. Oh yeah. And I'm not on birth control. My husband got a vasectomy, and so I'm just on the normal flow again. And I hate it so much. So I have a day or two of really a heavy period. So I I just think there is something kind of gruesome about wrapping it up in a toilet paper and throwing that wet, soggy thing into your garbage because it is just kind of gross. Totally. And totally the smell gross. And, and the all smell, and you it. just have to yeah. be like up on like changing, throwing yes. it out, and all that. Yes. So there are times when it's like gross like I do flush it I have flushed it I would say I am a 50 50 I would flush it every day if pipes weren't an issue but I know like we've had a time in our last house and I don't know if it was like period related it could have been like a million things kids and over toilet paper and all of it but we had a clogged um it like didn't overflow or anything, but our pipe had like gotten clogged and my husband had to do like the rotor rooter thing down the, right. the, it was the shower drain. The shower had gotten like, and I don't know, I know it all meets up somewhere down there. So I have to kind of feel guilty sometimes being like, just in my mind, oh my gosh, is it a tampon or two that's <laughs> stuck in the way and it's blocked it and you have to pay and deal with it or hire the plumber. And so that is like the root and reason behind me not doing it is merely for like plumbing structure, function, and money. I don't want to pay to fix it. So it's like, throw it out. Oh my gosh. I'm legit. I did not know that was a thing. I, I will say never... in public restrooms, I like, I 
I, do it. I love to flush it because I know they have like a stronger system and I don't feel as bad even though the sign in front of me says, do not flush your tail. Okay, that's what I was saying. It's like, you guys. I know it's bad. I know. I was like, there are signs in every single public restroom. You go and sit down in a stall and it says, do not dispose of sanitary products yeah. down the toilet. Yeah. And I'm like, what and does that mean? the time I don't, but then there's just sometimes again where it's like, oh, this is gross. I'm not like. Oh, but they were adamant that that only meant pads and it did not stand for tampons. Oh, see, no, I don't agree with that. I do agree with you that tampons are not to be flushed. Oh. I just break the rules sometimes. Oh my gosh. I just like didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know anybody did this and it just blew. So you have never, ever never. flushed a, t- a tampon? Never. If anything, I'm TMI here. I have legit take, if there's no trash can. You put in your purse will, or something. I will wrap it in a napkin and take it outside the bathroom into the nearest trash can or yes. something. Yes. Like never would yes. flush it down a toilet. Yes. Just because legit, I would think immediately it would get clogged and like I'm overflowing and there's like some havoc. So you're fear, you're fearful that the toilet's going to explode back oh, at you. Exactly. <laughs> that does not go here. Because haven't you had that bathroom situation? Like total TMI here where you've like gone number two. And, and you're then fearful it that it's clogging. Yes. And then the toilet paper's overflowing. And, and you're like, like ah, nightmare situation. That is a nightmare. It is totally nightmare. And so I legit have never, ever, ever. You're so scared. Yeah. Flushed it. And so I'm just dying to know. I'm going to put this out there on social media and I want to know what the consensus is. I, I wonder, it's so funny because I just know like my husband would be like, do not flush. If he were to catch me flushing and he'd be like, are you serious? Do not flush that. You will clog up the pipe or the whatever, the whatever. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, I did go looking this up. What did it just say? Just so you know. And a hundred percent, you are not supposed to be doing it. Um, but it does say on all the like allure.com, cosmopolitan.com that it's like a fiercely debated topic. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? <laughs> and that, that we are like not the only ones questioning this, but um, the, the, tam- the tampon makers like Playtex, OB, they have had to go to efforts to like on their websites now, they have statements saying like you should not be flushing them. Well, it's they should make them, the they should make them biodegradable. Well, let's they be do, real. They do. But if you think about it, it goes against the purpose of a tampon. It's yes, to absorb right, moisture to absorb and get and bigger. To, yes. So it doesn't fall out. Right. right it right. expands. And so they go into this whole thing about how it takes like six months for a tampon to dissolve essentially or break down in the pipes and that they do get like stuck in the water systems. I know we're so disgusting. No, no, no. I just, something came to my mind. I have to say what? No, nothing. No. Is it gross? No, this will just be our, just gross you out episode. Um, but anyway, it was saying like, they're they're not there are biodegradable versions but even those take like several months to break down and they get clogged there's all of these statements online for people um who work for the water systems of cities major cities like don't do this it's costing us billions with a b billions of dollars to fix in our cities can you believe? Okay, people, be a good citizen and do not flush, flush. your tampons. Wait, flush them or not? No, don't flush your tampons. Okay, I was like, wait, why are we telling them? Do not flush. Oh my do gosh. <laughs> Mom brain. Oh my god. Do not gosh. flush those tampons. So all right. Funny. I have a renewed um sense of hope in my in this arena for myself. I really don't do it very often. I really don't, but there'll be times where I'm just like, blah. I really, I was like, I wonder what she's going to say. Oh, that is so funny. I was like, so curious. I thought you were going to say they, like, they don't use them because of like. Oh, no. Religious reasons or something. <laughs> I was like, no. how weird can it 
upset with the tampon. Yeah. I'm not sure what she's going to no, say. Totally. And legit, like, I don't even know how we got on that subject. Oh, that is it, so funny. It was well, weird. no, but it's like, so it, like, well, have you heard about menstrual cups? No. And you said that. Have you heard me. about them? No. You're going to have to tell me what well, they are. And I don't know a ton about them. You guys also listening will have to give some feedback if you use them because I know some women do swear by them. They are kind of like a little silicone cup. Well, wait a minute. Wait, is this a birth control product? No, it's a period product. It's a period product. It catches the blood. Oh gosh. But I guess it's supposed to be very sanitary, very helpful, like it's w- cheaper. It's like, because you literally take it out. So it's like a little cup and I guess you just put it in and it's, I think it's like silicone. And so it just, and it's comfortable. It's nothing weird. And then you take it out and you dump it and wash it and you reuse it. And then you um, can just reuse it month to month. Wait a minute. It's the cloth diaper version of the tampon. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, but women really swear by it. I know one or two people... I mean, friends of friends that do use them and do like them. I don't know anyone close, close to me that like uses it, but I've heard people really love them. Have you so, ever tried it? Oh no, I haven't. No. There's one or two brands that I've heard about and, but yeah, people just think they're like great and they're practical. They save money. They're, they like them better than tampons. They feel like it's like more sanitary, safer. Well, I'm just, this is so TMI. I really hope my parents aren't listening to this, but I would think that that would not like dry you out like a tampon does. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah. like when you yes. have a tampon in for right. so long, you get so dry. Dried out. Hurts. Or if on the, va- yeah, it hurts in the yeah. tail end of the period. You're not right. sure if you're done and it's just dry. And so you maybe hate that. that would be a benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if anyone's listening and you do use one, just like DM us your experience. Because again, like I've heard they're really great and really. I'm fascinated. I know. We, we should Google it and like, maybe one of us should give it a trial run and report back. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> She's like, no, I won't. I'm well, <laughs> I will, but I will say I am, I'm so fed up with my period. Maybe I will give it a trial run before I was just telling Sarah that I am ready to, my husband got a vasectomy. So we are safe and done. I'm not on birth control, but I'm so over this subject, the period and the heavy flow. And I feel like my hormones are crazy. Well, let's just talk about this in a logical manner. Okay. So Lauren and I both are done having children. We are. Okay. New chapter here. In case we have like newer listeners, let's kind of back up and let's talk about our birth control journeys. Yeah. Um, I started out on birth control well before I was even sexually active to manage my periods. So by the time I was in my late teens, my doctor had put me on the pill because I did have like horrible cramping and like um, heavy, heavy flow and stuff like that. Right. And I guess that's pretty common. They would like put you on the pill to like manage right. that. Right, sure, yeah. And so literally I was on the pill um, for 15 years probably off and on in between my children yeah. and I loved it. I felt so good on it. Like no PMS, no nothing. And so I'm just telling my story and then I want you to tell yours. And so when I got done having my children, um, I had a tubal done, a tubal ligation. Is Mm -hmm. that what it's called? Yep. Um, And so at that point, you're on no birth control. You don't have any of the hormones or anything like that from the pill. Okay. I started having the most vicious, horrible, horrible mood swings, hormones, like 
all of it, PMS, cramping, backaches that I had never experienced before in my late 30s. Or you had, didn't remember from your early yeah, teens exactly. maybe. Yeah, no, totally right. And I was kind of pissed off because I'm like, my doctor told me there's no side effects to having a tubal. Like you'll just right. you'll be fine. And but I felt, you hadn't been regular. You're like just right. you for so long. And so no birth coming control. off of, right, exactly. So coming off everything, not being on the pill anymore, I, this was like my normal body's hormones. And like, I guess I do have crazy PMS and the mood swings and all of it. And so that goes into the period talk. The, the flow, I was back to that like heavy, heavy yeah, flow again. That just and is it's, the worst. It has been miserable. And I've talked to my doctor about other things, but like, I'm so weary. To well, do, tell them, tell them what they tell yeah, our friends what they suggested just recently. He suggested, suggested um, doing a, Ab- ablation is uh-huh. that the right the way you say Abla- it yeah ablation i think um and i don't understand it enough to talk about it intelligently on right. the podcast but i know it stops your periods like that's pretty much what it is and if you're done having your children and i've already had a tubal i don't think there's much harm in doing it um so i might do that i don't know but I don't think I'm going to go the IUD route. That's just annoying. I'm sorry. But after I've had a tubal, do I want to go put something else in me for oh, birth I control? Oh, I know. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And so funny enough, though, one of, you know, someone I know, she just had a hysterectomy done for this right. very reason. For the very reason. Because she had a tubal, tubal. done. Yeah. Was having the crazy bleeding, the crazy periods, all of the stuff. And it's a long story that resulted in a hysterectomy. But... It's just like, oh my gosh, like these things you just don't think about. Well, I just can't believe we're here. Even just listening to the lineup of all those things you just said, I can't believe we're already here at this stage of life. Well, and talk about your, because your birth control journey is very different. Oh yeah. Oh, very. Very. Well, I remember when I first got married, I went on the pill and I didn't like it. I felt like it gave me wild mood swings, kind of a crazy person on it. So I I went off of it, but we also kind of decided pretty early in our marriage that we'd get pregnant. So we had a baby. I'm trying to even think what I did between my first two. You Uh, had an IUD, right? Before the no, twins? not before the twins. Um, oh, I, I know wonder what you if were it doing. I, was I doing rhythm and stuff. Yeah. Like I was trying yeah. to do some sort of like you know calendaring it and my whatever. There's like a whole book about like rhythm and you're tracking your period. Yes. You can even like take your temperature to know it's coming within. You're ovulating with these Basil days and you're, yeah. There's this yes. whole thing and science to it, which is fascinating. And, and people really get that down and then they know themselves that well. They don't need anything. Yeah, but it was like you know. I don't know, as a 26 something year old, as with a newborn, that's like really hard to manage. So, oh, you don't track your peers to this day. Yeah, to this day, <laughs> right? So, so yeah, amen. So, that was like, okay, whatever. But we didn't get pregnant. Thank the Lord. We were just fine until we wanted to. And then we got pregnant and we got pregnant with twins, which was wild. And so after their twins, we were like, we have to be so super safe. So I did get the IUD because I was like, I cannot risk getting pregnant till we're ready. And so I did do the IUD and I, I really liked it. And what did you experience with that? Because people have said it takes away. Yeah, I had no period. I had no, no period. period. If I could, I, I, ha- I can't remember specifically symptoms if I had any sort of um, 
you know, side effects or hormones, it, it, you know, with, with the IUD, from what I understand, it's very minimal hor- hormones. Like there's like no estrogen or very, very minor amount. So like, cause I was concerned about moods and hormones and, and, or moodiness and, and craziness. And so he said, oh, this is pretty, like, I think this is going to keep you pretty even kill, blah, blah, blah. And I did have a really good experience on it. So then I had Caleb and my last, and, um, and then I went to get the IUD in and I felt a little crazy for some reason. I don't know if I gave it like a true effort, a true amount of time that I should have, but for whatever reason, I kind of felt not myself on it. And I was like, eh, and I went and got it taken out. And so, um, and then (laughs) funny enough, I did get pregnant by surprise. I don't know, within a few months of that. And so, and then, and as I've mentioned, it was my um, fourth pregnancy, fifth child, but I did miscarry that baby. And then I did have a DNC, which I still think, like I I mentioned, I think it affected my body because I just feel like when they go in there, it's kind of similar to an ablation where I feel like they like really clean out your uterus. And so I don't know if that just kickstarted my periods into full-blown mode again. Because yeah, when you're on birth control and having babies all those years, you don't have a period. For multiple, multiple years, you forget how it, you're tracking yeah. it. You forget how heavy the, the flow can be. You can forget the cramps and stuff. It's like crazy when it comes back with full of vengeance. So then I'd say for about the last three years, I've been just in normal mode. I have not taken birth control. My husband had a vasectomy about, right I don't know, six loss. or eight months after yeah. Yeah, our miscarriage. He went and did a vasectomy. So we've been done and done officially. And so I've had no birth control. But right now where I'm at in life, I'm... 35 years old, no more children, but I feel like my periods are just heavy, very obnoxious, obviously. I don't cramp a super ton. I feel like I'm very moody. I, I feel like I have a really heavy PMS stage. Like irritability. Like irritability, is what you mean. like yeah. not myself, kind of out of out, out of body. Of, yeah, out of body with like my anger or attitude or mood. And I hate that, you know, because yeah. it is so true. Like, you know, it's not you, but it doesn't matter. You're feeling it and you're just going with it and you're frustrated and you're mad at people. And it's just, I hate it. But it's just a great cloud for a few days. Hormones are like the craziest things because I can remember, like, seriously, the most I've ever yelled at my husband, I can remember like what we were wearing that night, where we were standing in our bedroom and me freaking out over the stupidest stuff. Oh yeah. And it's literally, like I said, an outer body experience. Right. Like stop yelling, Sarah, stop screaming. Like this doesn't really matter, but oh, you're just going to take it to the death. Like you really feel that way in the moment. And then when your husband doesn't, Accept it, it like doesn't just say, Oh, I need to hug her. Okay. Yeah, I have, I so have to talk about my Raymond episode. I have to. <laughs> you guys, okay, we've said it before. My all time favorite series is Everybody Loves Raymond. And there is one episode. I made all my friends. Yeah, watch. she literally pulled it out on a girls' night, and, and we all it, watched. It is it's so not funny. the most relatable episode. You of need TV. to. You'll post that this week, you just like a link to <laughs> to go watch the PMS episode. And there's one where his wife Deborah, she is just raging PMS about the coasters and the laundry and all of the kids and all and, these things. And yeah, she, he's like, "Well, what do you want? What do you want?" She and goes, then she, "I just want you to hug me." Yes, <laughs> and they, she cries, and you just, we all can relate. And he's like, "Hug you." Oh, and you like, hug that? Yeah, you're just like you're like a vicious animal right now. I mean, it but is it's so true. So true. We I have know. Been there. And oh. so 
I know. It's so It's not rough. fair. It's, it's just not, not fair. Well, let me throw another curveball at you that I got to reading about after I started having all these feelings is, have you heard of perimenopause? Oh my gosh. Wait, what is this? No, it's, that's so weird. You're saying this because I literally Googled symptoms of menopause today. No way. Yeah, I did. Okay. Because my mom had it menopause really early. Yeah. So, so there, what's perimenopause? Yeah. Oh no. What if that's me? Yeah. There's something called perimenopause, which is early like it's pre-menopause essentially oh my and gosh. it starts five to eight years before true menopause <gasps> and it's all the things it's you know you can have like irregular periods be it like you your timing might get off you might have heavy flow like light flow it can manifest in different women differently um you can have like the sweats the hot flashes irritability the mood swings oh my all gosh I'm legit wondering if I'm starting to get perimenopause. No, I'm wondering that too. Because, well, and just I'm the, not kidding. the finale to my story is like, I'm at the point where I feel like I want to go get the IUD to help maybe stabilize me a little bit. I right. hate to use that word, but I would love for the period to be minimal or gone again, because I'm just over that. And then the mood and, and the PMS is mm-hmm. so bad. I'm like, it can't make me worse than I am right now. So maybe it'll help level me out. Right. So, but it's funny because I'm like, I'm kind of, you know, coming up in my, what I am mid thirties coming into late thirties soon. I'm like, what if I'm going into menopause early? Like my mom did perimenopause could very much, I'm almost, I'm unfortunately I'm wanting I a label. Like right. I'm like, I don't feel myself. And I'm like, There has to be an answer to this. Like, what is it? So it's like, not that I want to be perimenopause, but what if it is? Well, I have a lot of the symptoms. I I don't know. I'm going to actually go talk to my OB-GYN about it. I mean, obviously there's nothing you can do about it. It's a phase of life. And then menopause is a phase of life. Well, this is a very good question too. But okay, going into this, um, I know you are seeing your OB. Do I go to my OB or do I have to get a gyno? Because I'm same not thing. having baby OB-GYN. But but are they the same thing? Yeah, 100%. It's an OB-GYN. Because I remember like my OB saying, well, like, yeah, if, yeah, if you're done having babies, you should just go to a gyne- gynecologist. What? Yeah. Because oh, there no. are gynecologists that don't deliver babies. Oh. They are separate. Well, maybe they just don't want to take call anymore. But no, they're supposed to do both. And because well, because like, the OBs are the ones doing the baby stuff. Obstetrics. Right. Yeah, they do the babies, like women's health. And babies. I would like to stay with my OB. They know yeah. my history. But I've also heard of like, so like how you're done typically doing works, babies, go on to the gyno. Yeah. How it typically works, I feel like, is like the younger OB-GYNs, they like delivering the babies and getting the 2 a.m. wake up calls and like right. doing all the doctor run like the hospital runs and all of that and I think when they get older they tend to move more into the gynecology field because they don't like taking the hospital calls like you know they're over the the midnight delivery delivery stuff stuff. right and so but no I mean my but our office is very much babies oh yeah but we're at the same office my OB-GYN is very heavy on the gen side for sure yeah yeah and I'm sure yours is, is too if I know him um but yeah so, no, I, I love my OB-GYN. I feel like he <laughs> understands me more than, like, most doctors would because he's kind of been through the journey of, like... Right, knows you, yeah. You know, the the babies, and I feel like a lot of the side effects I've had from my pregnancies, I have, like, vein issues in my legs and different things. Like, he's been there for all of that totally. stuff. Totally, totally. Um, my thyroid has been affected by my pregnancies, like, all of that stuff. So, no, definitely, yeah, I would go talk to him about that, but... 
I know. And funny enough, I left out the NuvaRing. I tried after my... Um, I did try the NuvaRing too. I, I tried to remember <laughs> when that was too. Probably was, the same time. Mine was... I went and got it after that screaming match I'm telling you about. The oh, one. that's right. You did for... Yeah. Uh, yeah I went yeah. and tried it for like six months and it helped. I, I don't think it helped me. It, it was annoying to me. It kept falling out. I, I don't know if I was doing it wrong, whatever. I just got over it. And I was like, this is annoying. Yep, I'm freaking out yep. the tubal. Why am I doing Why this? Why are you doing this? Yep. And so, well, this brings up a whole nother point. While we're talking birth control, okay? Well, let's just wrap that up by saying hormones suck. Yeah. And if you're going through it, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. We well, we all you. are. This one, like the woman journey is just nuts. And to know like... Yeah, hysterectomies no. and menopause and all these things are down in the future here. It's just no, but I feel like hormones post babies, like post yeah. having people my don't children, talk about it. It's wild. It's been horrible. Yeah, like yeah. over the past like fifteen, let's say fifteen years from when I started having my period. Well, twenty, I guess, from when I started having my period to mm-hmm. now, I feel like now I'm dealing with more hormonal emotional days than I ever have before. Right, right. And I'm more knowledgeable and in tune with my body that I know their hormones. Yeah, right, and right. See, you can I, define. I do have the night sweats and like the hot flashes already. Do you? Oh, yeah. You asked Jeremy, I wake up twice a, twice a week soaked. Oh soaked. my gosh. But see, I, I don't have, have that. I, I don't I have that I feel like yet. I have for the past two years. I've kind of mm. had like night, I've told you this. Yes, I yes, have yes, night yes. Sweats. And I just, I'll be like, oh, it's the air, or I was too cold that right, night or something Right, weird. right, Too many blankets. But I'm like reading the perimenopause stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, I need to read perimenopause. So Jeez. anyway, okay, uh. I have to bring this up, because I was sitting in a doctor's office over the break, and I was watching this news talk show, whatever, and they bring up this article, or yes. they bring up this conversation that says there is a new birth control injection, a shot for males, for our husbands, where they would take a shot in their penis. Oh my gosh. To prevent pregnancy. What do you think of that? Would George do it? Oh, oh, a hundred percent. Would he? Oh yeah. Oh, Jeremy said no way. He's like, but he also went and got the vasectomy. No question. And he was like, I would do it again just to confirm, like to like, the comfort. the risk yeah they're just at the, at a point you just can't risk it like when you close that door and if it's you know family size choice financial whatever it be to make you to make that decision they're just when you have that surprise which we had that we did experience that feeling of an a surprise i never thought we would but it was surprise pregnancy it it, it kind of it rocks your world and just to imagine maybe having my youngest be six, seven, eight, and a surprise coming. I just can't even fathom. Oh my god! So he would have rather sealed that door shut tight, confirmed, comfortable, confident, and he would do it again. And he says that. Yeah. And I just felt like that was the least he could do. The tubal would have been a whole extra thing for me. Like, and after my DNC, and then he was like voluntarily like, "No, I'll do the vasectomy." Done. Totally. So birth control. I, I'm sure that would be a little painful. A, a shot into the penis, but. To family again, jewels. again, to feel confident. Is it into the penis or the, into yeah. the scrotum? No, I I, th- I think it's, yeah, into the penis. So let me read I, you what I it is. I think he would do that. I really do. To feel confident. If for some reason he didn't want me to go back on birth control being crazy or I didn't like it or whatever, I think he would take one for the team. Yeah, <laughs> take one for the team, quite literally. So what it is, is over in India, 
um, their government, it's a government agency that um, put together this study, I guess. They have come up with a, um, a shot that throughout the course of their trials, the clinical trials and all, it's proven to be about 97% successful with no side effects. Um, and it's being called the world's first male contraceptive. Okay. Wait, wait is contrace isn't a condom a contraceptive? Well, yeah, though? I guess so. But uh, yeah, let's. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I but don't know. specific for me, yeah, I guess the. the <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. yeah, no, but yeah, I no. mean, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty totally. amazing though. But it's saying it's a birth control method that will last approximately thirteen years, um, and involves injecting a polymer. Wow. Um, Yes, it's effectively blocking. What does it the do? Sperm. Oh, a block something. Yeah. I was going to say, does it go in the bloodstream? What is it doing? It, like... it blocks the sperm from leaving the testicles. Oh wow! So you get a shot of anesthesia, and then um, oh, so you are knocked out. So it's no, pretty. I think it's local, local anesthesia. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And then, um, and then they give you the shot. So I mean, so Jeremy would not do it. He said absolutely not. So it was kind of funny. And then they. Um, and he was like, well, why? Like, women already have so many... I mean, he sounds so, like, old school when I say these things. But he's like, you guys already have that so figured out. Why do I need to do that? I'm like, yeah. Because you're the one... The, one. the man... Because the man wants to do it all the time. Yes. And so it's like, if, you know, if they, you. I feel like it's a 50-50 at that point. Right. I mean, and I we're delivering the babies. You can... You can step up for one little part here. I know, I know. It was so funny. And so I was reading um, some of the Indian men, because again, it was developed in India. Um, they were all, they were interviewing all these different Indian men, and they were all like, um, yeah, I don't think so. Some were saying- Well, like is there risks or no, something? Like, no. like it, it, I mean, it, I could see if there's risks of like, it could break something or like yeah. interfere with feeling or, no, I you don't know, think. anything. But if it's merely just the procedure, that's interesting that yeah. they'd be so. And I think Americans are probably more likely to do it because men over here get vasectomies. Right. I think in other parts of the world, the men don't do that as much. Yeah. Like the yeah. women kind of take control of that. So um, we're for sure probably the ones who will be doing it first. That will be interesting to see. Yeah, it will be interesting to see if it takes note. They 13 said it, years, is it reversible? Like, um, or does it take oh, 13 years to go away? Now you're going to ask me all these questions. I well, but that is that is a big question, yeah. though. No, Are no, you, no. like, foolproof for 13 years? What if you want to have a child? I know, yeah. So that's a kind of a, a yeah. red flag. But, I mean, I... I do think it's, I, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. So, yeah, very interesting. Um, That's nuts. It said it's going to take about six to seven months to get the proper regulatory approvals, and then they'll be taking it to market. So, Oh, my we'll gosh. Um, so that is just all the gross things that yeah. we're talking Yeah, oh, about. so many things. They're so many not things, gross. guys. No, they're not. It's um, part of life, unfortunately, for us women. It's such and a so, huge part of life. Yep. And it's so funny. I was talking to a friend over the break, too, about... Um, her daughter had started her period. Oh my and gosh, right. I was just like thinking, oh my gosh, like the day I'm going to have to talk to my Kate about it. Mm -hmm. And I so yeah. vividly remember my mother like teaching me all about that. Yeah. And, yeah. and she was so good about like making me feel like normal and kind of normal. Yeah. But it was so funny. She was telling me like, oh, she's kind of embarrassed to, to like, you know, 
she wears a sweatshirt around her waist just in case. Yes. And like they, yes. And I was like, oh yes, those feelings, you know, totally. like I remember the, feelings, the fear and the nerves oh. and, and even just, well, here in Arizona, we swim so much yes. and the summers are such a big part of our lives. Like tampons right up front for girls and it's a lot to handle. Yes. I mean, it is going to be an interesting little oh my gosh. path for us. I know. We, we each only there. have one girl. Yeah. We have one um, shot to make, one do shot. it right. So, <laughs> oh. um, okay, well let's, but uh, no, before I wrap up, I do want to say, you guys, hit us up on social media. Yeah, with your like tips and tricks of these things. I want to hear lot. all about these, what do you call them, cups? The menstrual, menstrual cups. Menstrual cups and all the things. We want to hear your experiences and... Yeah. Yes, and may, Yeah, and maybe birth controls that you have really liked. I mean, I'm going to go in and see what my doctor says. Yeah. I feel like the IUD might be a good option, but there might be something better, yeah, a better 100%. fit for me. If you have a good fix for hormones that... Does not end the period. Yeah, of like some bizarre routine. I I, I want to hear about it, and also I want to know if you flush or not. Let's yeah. be real. Oh my gosh, yes. I I can't get over that. That I, was our in, intro there. I want to know. <laughs> do you flush or not? Okay. Um. Let's wrap up with our hits and misses of the week. What was your hit, Lauren? My hit is um. I just have all of Christmas put away, and I did it pretty quick. I couldn't believe it. Usually, I kind of drag it out through the new year. But we had it down like on the 30th and kind of put up. And, oh my gosh. And I, that felt good. I don't know. This year, I, this year, I've just been so ready for the new year. Like, I think I was, I, 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 I love You're the just holidays. Done. I just, yeah, I just feel ready for kind of a fresh start, put away the old stuff, like some new rules, some new, kind of like just a lot of the things we've talked about actually. And George and I have talked about too. Um, kind of some tips from Shawnee way back in the last episodes and some things that I want to implement. And we just were like, okay, let's get through the crazy. And then we're really going to kind of buckle down and just start some new regiments and some new ideas. And, and so Christmas came down and I was sad to see it go, but like, it feels good to have things cleaned up and we're back to school and a schedule. So that felt really good. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I feel though, like, well, we're still like trying to get all all of ours organized, but I was so sad to see it go down this time. Yeah. I feel like it went fast. So fast. Like, I feel like the whole month of December flew oh, by I know. for me. I mean, and we were literally just talking at Thanksgiving and now it's I know. 2020. It's so sad. And so, and I'll, I'm going to go into this in a different episode, but I had my eye surgery over Christmas and I was kind of out for a bulk of the Christmas break. Yeah, you, and so yeah. I really am like sad as we are wrapping up Christmas. I was like, oh, you know. Um, well, mine is kind of, that's so funny. Um, I think everybody kind of has organizing on the brain right now. Right, It's totally. so funny. Um, my husband and I, we went to Home Depot to get like some new bins for the mm -hmm. garage. Yeah, and you they, were sharing it on Instagram. Yeah, that's right. And um, the Home Depot employee, he was like, oh my gosh, we these things are like flying off the shelves. Oh, yeah. Everybody's coming in here like it's so It's kind funny. of just like the new year, spring cleaning, all of it. I know. We're hitting the gym and we're like <laughs> everybody is like to the gym, diets and organizing, I feel like. Um but no, that's my hit too is I feel like over the break we've slowly kind of just been making our way through the house. We did closets. Oh good. We did like the pantry and I just mean like weeding through stuff. 
Well, especially with new stuff coming yeah. in, like taking out the old, because so many new presents, they yeah. all need to find, the new toys need a space. It's, it's like, so true. Uh, but I'm kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm the worst by any means, but like my husband had me go through all my shoes and he was like, I want you to literally get rid of half of these. Oh yeah. And I was like, I think I could do that. I mean, some yeah. of them I haven't worn in over a year or two. Yeah. yeah. And it felt so good to just like Totally. Yeah. So I did that. We're still in the process of doing our garage. Um, man, that garage just keeps gro- the stuff just oh, keeps stuff. coming. Oh, it. I'm like, well, oh, oh, and the worst part is with our garage, I feel like we clean it out once a month, and stuff keeps reoccurring. The I junk know. keeps piling back up in the spots, and I'm like, guys, no, no, no. Where does it all come from? Where does it I'm all like, come it's from? multiplying. Can we? Please? Well, I I need to figure out a better system because where it comes from for me a lot of the times is I feel like I just clean out my car. The and put it in a big bag and throw it by the door and get mad and yeah. grumpy about it. And I'm like, clean this and put it away. And yeah. then just reoccurring. Oh, constant. I'm ready to legit a start cycle. throwing stuff away. Totally. I'm just like going to Leave it in my it. car. It's in the trash. Yes. Like, oh real. my gosh. Okay. Well, tell me what your miss is. So my miss is kind of funny this time, but I've been looking for a time to bring it up. And I'm just said, I know we're, we don't have a ton of time, so I'm going to make this quick. But um, my miss, it's not really my miss, but my daughter's miss, I guess, in a sense. I probably brought it up before. I wanted to mention Evelyn's Hi. hair. Oh. Have I brought it up on Insta- no, on, on the podcast or anything? So. Uh-uh. Um, really fast. It's hard. It's a miss because it's hard for me too, for, to watch Evelyn. Um, my daughter, she has really, really short hair. She's seven, mm-hmm. almost and a half. And she really still has her baby fine hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not past her ears. And she really only has like a little bit of longer parts on top. The underneath She's is still very blonde. baby hair. Yes. And very, very like, blonde hair. Yeah. Very, you know, yeah, fair skinned, all of it. And so I've done my research. I've done like my, we've done blood tests. I've talked to the pediatrician. Like we've kind of done the runaround. I've Googled and I've asked my friends. I kind of wanted to just put it out there because this is a network of people. And I don't yeah. know, maybe there's someone out there that has experienced it yeah. similar. Um, but she, her hair just doesn't grow. Right. And so she, it's funny over winter break and maybe the last like month, um, for some, uh, I knew this day would come, but for some reason or another, she is just fully noticed now. And she's just, she gets upset about it and kind of teary and I want long hair. And when will my hair grow? She's all about makeup and hair and doing her hair and bows. She's and, super girly. And, and, yeah. All the girl yeah. things. And so when her hair, I mean, girls her age, you're For example, Sarah's daughter, same age, her hair is to her mid back, where Evelyn doesn't have hair past her ears. But I know I've asked you this off, but you do feel like it's not growing or it's breaking off. We talked about breakage and we've talked about like silk pillowcases to prevent that and careful brushing. I don't know. I don't I don't know. And even if it was breaking, the amount like it would have to be break like breaking off constantly to stay as short as it is right. at age seven. Right. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. would have to be some, some, and if it was breakage, that's where I feel like it would be like a deficiency. Like your yeah, hair's right. not strong. Like your nails aren't strong. Like something, but the blood doesn't show any work. It's just literally not growing, mm-hmm. I think. And so I- Which is bizarre because you have yes, such crazy Right, hair. which I have such thick, thick curly. wavy, curly, like thick coarse hair and even my husband who has like ball like gone thinned and balded balded is gone (laughs) balding 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 over the years Mm -hmm. 
even though in his younger years they'll had really thick hair too. And all your and boys so, do. Yeah, and my mm-hmm. my boys have monthly haircuts where Evelyn has never had a haircut. Oh, so yeah. it's like so anyways, I just wanted to throw it out there. I guess we're on the aspect of talking and hoping for some feedback. If anyone has a child or even experienced themselves like that, I have had a few just kind of be like, oh yeah, my hair didn't grow till I was like, you know, usually it's like, oh my, I had no hair till I was like five or six, mm. but now we're well past that. And it's seven. And every year for the last two or three years, I'm like, this is going to be the year. It's going to grow. It's going to get long and thick and, right. and it just still has not. And so... Um, and now it's, I knew the day would come, she would notice Noticing. and it'd be sad about it or question it and wonder and feel different. And so we're there. And so I just, if anyone knows, I mean, we've done the biotin vitamins, we've done the, you know, we've done like most anything out there, but maybe there's something I'm missing. And, um, mm-hmm. also if, um, Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Never mind. So yeah, just if you have any thoughts or feedback. Oh, or what I was going to say is sometimes people say, this was it, that um, it hits at puberty. Like oh. when they go into puberty, that's when the hair starts to and grow. When is that? But puberty is middle school, like oh seventh gosh. or eighth grade. Oh. She's in first. So that's still so far away. So I'm kind of like, uh, like period starting, you know, that kind of stage, like 10 no, 11, 12. Yeah. I didn't start my period till I was 12. So this is another odd question, but I'm going to ask just in case somebody else is wondering, does she have hair other places on her body? Like arms and legs and Yeah, stuff? but she's not a hairy girl. Yeah. She has like a little bit of peach fuzz on her yeah. arms and like her legs. She's not overly hairy because there yeah. are some yeah. kids that like are hairy, like their leg hair is even long already. She doesn't necessarily, but mm-hmm. she has eyebrows and eyelashes, yeah, right. like normal things it's have grown. It's just hair. specific. Her head hair has not grown longer it uh-huh. is literally just to her um her ears mm-hmm. like ear, the bottom of her earlobe mm-hmm. so anyways yes, there we go we need there's to that, that that's our miss we're just dealing with get get yes you let us know um what's okay, your miss? well my miss again i'm gonna go into my full story on my eyes but um I'm supposed to be taking care of my eyes and doing all these eye drops. Right. Eye drop regiments. And FYI, guys, I still cannot see good. Like, I'm looking at Lauren right now, probably five feet away from me, and she's blurry. I can't I, see her that's yet. That's so crazy. Um, I'll go into my whole story next week on the podcast. Um, but, yeah, I, I've just been kind of bad at the eye drop regimen, which is horrible. They want you to do, like, these three to four day a week or three a day drops and then hourly drops and I'm just absolutely horrible at it. And it's definitely been my miss. Um, and just a little spoiler, I had a panic attack in the chair while I was getting my eyes lasered. Yeah. yeah she needs to tell the full story. We next were week. gonna we're gonna tell the full story next week. It it was eventful and an emotional roller coaster for me. And, and still ongoing. You're still, still you're still dealing with yes, it. And that's why I'm hard. wanting to hold off. Yeah. Kind of get a little we more. don't have an ending. Yeah. Yet. Get some more closure so, with it. Um, yeah. Ugh. But but I would say kind of Christmas it was kind of a miss overall for me. I was out of it. I, I had very high expectations for this surgery. I was thinking that it would um, be a lot easier than it was going to be. And I was totally let down by it. So it was definitely my miss. I wasn't able to put like be the Santa that I wanted to be right, the and night do all before the and like, do all the things. Oh, yeah. I was a total miss on the cookies and the milk and like all of it. It no. got skipped this year and it's like oh man but I was just like absolutely miserable like clawing my eyes out pretty much I'm sorry no you're a trooper that was my miss you guys Mm. um and any and let's be honest I was like on my period throughout the whole week (laughs) 
I'm not even, everything well, comes back full circle to it, it you it guys. It really does. <laughs> like I was a hormonal mess the entire week. Like my husband just doesn't even care. I'm down here. Like, oh my god! You know, everybody's just having fun, and I'm here. Like you know, whatever. Feeling sorry for myself. So hormones are just a you know what? Yeah, total B word. <laughs> yes, they are. All right. Well, again, we would love to hear from you. Um, hit us up on Instagram. I'm never on Facebook, but sometimes Lauren's on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, We're mainly on Instagram at the Mom Boys Podcast, and we will be back next Monday. It's season two, guys, and it's 2020. 2020. We're bringing it at hot. you. Yeah, we are. All right. We will be back next week. Hope you have a good one. All right. See ya. See ya.